Welcome to Cancelled. Uh, uh, thank you guys for sticking through the adventures of Briscoe County Jr. with us. Ah, that show was pretty good. Shout out to Michael Folk for doing the show with me. Please go on all the interwebs and check him out. Find him when he's doing comedy. Go watch because he's fucking hilarious. Uh, we're moving on to the next show, and it's going to be a bit different. Joining me for Wrestling Society X, the absolutely hilarious Aaron Brooks is here. Aaron, what's going on? Oh, not much. How are you? I'm good, man. How's your? We're uh, we're recording this on the Fourth of July. Yeah. How was your? Uh, how's your Fourth? Good. I napped. Uh, that's pretty much it. Nice. It was, yeah. I was it know. like a long nap or uh, like two hours? Oh, so it was, a, it was a really good nap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's I had a set almost alarm. just sleep. Yeah, I had yeah. a set alarm. That's yeah. good. I like that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I uh, I went to Home Depot. I had a real low key. I, yeah. I can go to a pool. Oh. I didn't see any fireworks. Playing on keeping it that way. It's too fucking hot. Are out you? There. You're not a fireworks person. They're fine. I feel like I liked them more as a child. Yeah. Like when I was a kid, I'd be like, "Oh, this is great." Yeah. I always get weirded out when you see an adult who's literally like just mind blown by them. Yeah. It's like you know, it's just like just like science. Well, just go watch <laughs> science. It's like better. That's like the only reason uh, your cool cousin with that smoke cigarettes it comes in handy because he's just always lit. Yeah. You know? just... <laughs> I'll buy it. If you're setting off fireworks, yeah, that's fun because you're blowing shit up. Yeah, but like just going to a field and watching fireworks, yeah, that's what uh, life in the Midwest is like. <laughs> Should we go to Valmire or Cahokia? Who's got the better fireworks? <laughs> People will drive for half an hour out of their way to go sit on a hill and watch shit explode in the distance. <laughs> the uh, those one those names are awesome. Can you say them again? What were Val uh, Valmire, which got swept away in the flood of '93. <laughs> Uh, that's now New Valmire. <laughs> I don't mean to laugh. What uh, what state is this? Uh, Illinois, Southern okay. Illinois. Okay. And uh, yeah, there's like this famous scene of a person's house getting washed away. This the, they built this town in a floodplain, right? And then when it flooded, they were like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> and then Cahokia, which is where Cahokia Mounds is, like the largest Native American settlement in in the world at one point. Okay. And uh, now it's like right next to East St. Louis, and. Uh, there's a clear divide of people who are okay being there and people who are not. My dad, not okay not being okay. there. <laughs> not all right with it. Uh, uh, yeah, I remember when I was a kid uh, at my high school, they let off fireworks once during like a football game. Yeah, they had like a, like a maybe homecoming or something. But one of them like didn't go, it like shut off a little bit on the ground and then it's exploded on the ground oh man and it was just like giant fucking crater and they had to call like the ambulance the game got canceled and shit <laughs> it was fucking awesome it's the best fireworks display i've ever seen and then also i was well i was a boy scout when i was a kid and i went to the national jamboree and uh they had a big concert and uh it was up with people yeah uh if you know what that is like a like a choir that yeah, yeah. sings kids not to do drugs That's yeah terrible. an inspirational yeah. yeah but then also like their rap it's just it's it's horrific <laughs> uh and then uh the headliner was lee greenwood oh yeah yeah fucking yeah. proud to be an american dude yeah uh and they let off a bunch of fireworks and there was like i was like i don't know 12 or whatever maybe 13 oh. i was just like oh like fucking tear in my eye to stare at these <laughs> beautiful fireworks. I, I love the image. Thinking about Jesus. I love the image of a, a, a young you as a Boy Scout mm. with your head. Same, and beard. same head. Yeah, yeah, same yeah, yeah, head. yeah. Can somebody draw that? Just yeah, your head. With my little face. shitty Boy Scout shorts that are like cut offs. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, let's get into the show. A uh, little background for the audience. The year is 2006, and wrestling is. Kind of no longer the rage. Like I don't even yeah. understand why. Like it's not like this is the boon of the '90s 
of like sort of the Attitude Era, where like fucking McMahon and Austin and The Rock and the all Monday that. Night Wars, Monday Night Wars, yeah. all that shit. They're kind of done by now, right? Yeah. Or maybe just about to be done. Uh, so MTV decides let's make a wrestling show. Uh, okay, well let me ask you a question: Are you a wrestling fan? I was. I okay. grew up. Uh, I grew up like driving to the local video store and fighting with my little brother over which 1980s pay-per-view to rent. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And we would just beat the shit out of each other on the way home, and my mom would say, nobody can watch it, and she'd hide the tapes under the seat. We knew where they were. <laughs> and it was just my mom's way of, like, getting us to compromise. It right. was brilliant. Uh, so, yeah, man, I, I I go way back with wrestling. I quit watching when I was, like, 13 or 14, sure. kind of, like, at the end of the Monday Night Wars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, once Goldberg lost for the first time, I was yeah, kind of yeah. like, I'm out. <laughs> This is corporate shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I yeah. definitely quit. Wa- like, I was a big fan growing up as a kid, and then definitely stopped watching. But I'm older than you, so, like, I stopped watching sort of post-Hogan Warrior yeah. when, like, it was getting, I mean, it's going to sound silly, getting, like, super cartoony. And oh, I was, yeah. I was, like, 13, and there, there was, like, a wrestling garbage man and, like, yeah. a wrestling hockey player or whatever. Yeah. Everybody had to have a job yeah. besides just wrestling. Like, you're yeah. you're a wrestler. I don't know why you also have to repo trucks. Exactly. Like, it doesn't make any sense. And do I really think you're going to punch out at the arena <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. and go be a Mountie for six months? <laughs> Is that what's going to happen? Uh, I definitely had fallen out, but I've uh, you know gotten back in. I still watch. I don't really watch WWE anymore, but that's more for political reasons than anything else. Uh, uh, but I watch a ton of like weird indie wrestling. So all this shit, this this wrestling society X should be right up my bag. Yeah, I'm not sure it is. <laughs> um, some of it's all right. Yeah, like the actual wrestling isn't bad. Yeah, these guys are pretty athletic and whatever, and a lot of them actually have gone on to be famous. We'll talk about it as we get into it more in detail. But I want to just start off with the announcing. Oh, it's... of these. <laughs> uh, so it's Chris Kloss, who would be an announcer in a Fed called the XPW. Yeah, which was. Uh, Owned by Rob Black, who's like a porn magnate. Ugh. And it's just, it's the grossest, worst. Like, multiple people have almost died in that wrestling federation. Jeez. At one point, a guy here says that somebody was, tra- one of these guys was trained by Supreme. Yeah. Uh, there's a very famous video of Supreme lighting himself on fire oh. and, like, not going out. And he's just, like, running around the outside of the fucking ring on fire. Oh, my God. Uh, so maybe don't, I don't know if you want to announce that he's who trained you. That, uh-huh. that guy also incredibly tan. Yeah. So, oh, so tan. So tan. I feel like they made him super tan. I think that's... Is that... Uh, um, Chaos? Was he the guy? It's him and the bigger Mexican dude? Yeah, I think air, they, air quotes, Mexican yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah. I think they, that's why they're so tan. Yeah. I think they tanned them up to like get the Mexican thing across, which oh. is uncomfortable. Mm, yeah. <laughs> uh, so it's Chris Claus and Brett Ernst, who's a stand-up comedian. Yes. Still working, still yeah. stand-up, doing fine. I'm not sure he had ever seen wrestling or knew what it was before he took the job. <laughs> Yeah, it, it uh, there's not a whole lot of insightful commentary coming from Brett Ernst. Man, he he really hit that guy hard. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's got some great fucking lines. I think it's maybe in the next episode uh, when we meet the Trailer Park Boys. Yeah. Um, or maybe that's not. I think that's the TV show. Whatever. They're the Trailer Park Boys. I yeah, think that's the name. That's 100% uh, ripped off. <laughs> where he says, his line is, uh, these guys debuted last week. They're from the Trailer Park. They're white trash. I love them. That's yeah, it. Yeah. That's all he's got. There's, there's nothing like interesting. Uh, 
the worst of the three announcers, and I'm not really call it, is the ring announcer. Awful. Fabian, well, first off, in the first episode, they say his name is Fabian Cage. Yeah. And then they change his name in the previous, the following episodes to, Kabe, uh, to Fabian Caitlin. Yeah. Which is a worse name. So much worse. <laughs> and I found it online. I think they said he's like five foot six. <laughs> which, I mean, he, whatever. I don't, yeah, he doesn't have to be tall. He's a fucking announcer. What I would like him to do is stop screaming for five seconds. Oh, yeah. Please. Can everyone on this, this show is the yelliest thing yeah. I've ever seen. He's out of breath. At, at, at every at every turn, he runs circles in the ring while announcing. Yeah, like as he's like coming to the stage, he's like running laps. Yeah, it's I don't understand what he thinks that adds. Like I guess he thinks it's energetic or whatever. He, he seems like a guy. He seems like a guy that everybody hates. You know, he's oh, just yeah. he's just there. He's like somebody's kid, like exactly. the producer's kid yeah. or something. They got to give him a gig. Yeah, uh, he is. Yeah, he's definitely my least favorite thing about this show, except for everything else about the show, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> besides the wrestlers. Because honestly, I think the wrestlers are all, for yeah. the most part, pretty good. Uh, the production of this show is a goddamn nightmare. It's awful. Uh, they do this thing where, like, when there's a big bump or, like, there's a lot of shit where people are getting electrocuted. We'll get into it. But, like, <laughs> when a, or, or an explosion happens... They'll shake the camera. Yeah. That's not how film and television works. That's not how explosions work. (laughs) (laughs) If you set off a flare, your immediate environment isn't going (laughs) to wobble back and forth. (laughs) Every time. Every single time. time. There's so much camera shaking. And it is so early 2000s because I was saying to, to my girlfriend before, like, these episodes are 22 minutes. Each one took me like 45 to get through because I'd have to pause to take notes yeah. because it's boom, boom, jump cut, jump cut, jump cut. There's yeah. never a moment where like the camera isn't moving or someone's not yelling and you can't like, – like I'd miss something trying to write down notes. So it took me like 45 minutes to get yeah. through each one of these episodes. Same. Yeah, that, that ring announcer had to have been on cocaine. That guy is – Oh, yeah. He, he's, he's insane. I guess he used to be a wrestler – and I looked him up online, and he kind of looks like one of the guys from the Clockwork Orange, except the <laughs> circle around his eye is just like a spider web. Kind yeah. of thing. It's like, what are you? What are you doing? There's a lot of, I'm not sure how their look applies to their character, but we'll we'll get through it. Uh, this first episode, I will say there are bits and pieces about this. What's weird about this for me is, as someone who watches a lot of wrestling and has watched a lot of wrestling my whole life, they're not, whoever's booking this is not bad. Yeah, they're like they introduce characters. We get to know who they are right away. Those characters are immediately put in a feud against another character, so we know that oh, here's a story going on. Then like they'll promote oh, next week these guys are going to meet in a rematch that's going to be a fire and Cerveza match or whatever. Yeah. fuck. but like all that shit that's like a lot of times doesn't happen in the WWE because they just don't give a fuck. Yeah, they're like oh, this is actually like good storytelling. Exactly. And then the camera has to shake and something has to be set on fire. Every episode starts with the ring announcer screaming about a uh, uh, wrestling society acts and then going saying some shitty fire pun. Yeah, oh, like, yeah. And then being like oh, and this place is gonna be on fire and then fire erupting from like the ring posts and a bunch of random spots in the crowd. Uh, which I would like to add, it's very easy for them to do fire in the crowd because no one is in attendance <laughs> yeah. at this fucking there's show. There's 17 folks here. <laughs> there's like four, I would say there's a, a fair <laughs> estimate, 50 to 70 people yeah. at a television taping that I'm sure, like you, like, and so many of them 
are not fans. Oh, like, no. they are not interested. They don't know what's happening. Every once in a while, they'll cut to, like, two guys that are clearly like, oh, we like wrestling. We're here to watch a wrestling show. There was at one point, I know they cut to, like, two guys in, like, football jerseys who were, like, screaming their heads off. Yeah. And then they'll cut to people who are just either bored. Yeah. <laughs> like, very bored or obvious plants. Yeah. Like, just clearly. Oh, and also, I would like to add, the the uh, uh, crowd noise is the phoniest, most piped-in crowd noise it's, I've ever it's seen. It's ridiculous. It's when you see how many people are there, and it's this constant stream of people losing their shit. It doesn't match up whatsoever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. like the producer of the show drove by like a Price is Right parking lot. I was like, can't get in. Come see this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. air conditioned. I <laughs> also think he like got uh, one of those weird like spy. You know, you hold like a, a thing that looks like a gun with a big satellite dish on it, so you yeah. can listen. I think he recorded the Price is Right audience through <laughs> that, and then that's what they're piping in over yeah. the top because these people they'll either be cheering, blowing their heads off, and they'll pant to the audience who are just with their arms folded or like kind of yeah. not even like looking at their shoes, or they'll be booing, and you'll cut to the audience and they're clapping like yeah. it's like come on. it's like very basic shit you're trying to do yeah. here. Uh, <laughs> the first okay, the first match is uh, Matt Seidel versus Jack Evans. Now, both of these guys have gone on to have pretty solid careers. Uh, Jack Evans wrestles on Lucha Underground. He's been all over the Indies. Same with Matt Seidel. He's in Japan. He's all over the place. Both really hot properties. They look like they're 12 here. They are very young. Jack Evans is like a... a, uh, I hate the word wigger, but that's the only way you can describe his character. That's clearly what he's going for. His shirt is 19 times too big for him. (laughs) Uh, He's got a sideways hat. He's from, uh, they announced him being from P-Town. Yeah, but yeah. But then it's what just this? some fucking it's, town in it's Washington. Parkside, Washington. <laughs> yeah, no, that's, nobody knows that it's P-Town. And they don't say from from Parkside. Yeah. He calls it P-Town. They yeah. say he's from P-Town, <laughs> representing P-Town. Yeah. And he's, he's like, he's into parkour, I guess. <laughs> but he's not really, because there's a moment, like, there's a moment, so first off, we should also say, that the set is designed to be the idea of the show is that this is some sort of like underground fighting yeah. thing, right? So the opening credits is this like animation of somebody walking to a door, and then the door slide, the thing slides open. You see the guy's eyes; he lets you in. You're into this underground fight world. So it's like an abandoned factory. The mat looks like it's all worn. Yeah, there's like fucking scaffold and and for some reason like storage containers. Yeah, it does a lot of weird shit. So like uh, oil drums, whatever. <laughs> uh, but a lot of these wrestlers have to make their entrance from, like, a weird door that's, like, two stories up. So they then have to, like, climb down a ladder, yeah. and it <laughs> takes an awkwardly long amount of time. Like, they're waiting on a roof, waiting to get it's waved so in. So it's so weird. And, but some of them just come through a fucking door like normal humans, yeah. and then other ones have to, like, scale a thing. <laughs> but at one point, he like he's supposed to be in a parkour, so he's, like, climbing down a ladder... And then there's like like maybe one thing over here. He kind of does like two jumps from the ladder to the ground, and I I really thought he was going to fall both times. Yeah. And yeah. when he finally landed, he kind of like stops for a second and he's like, "Oh yeah, I got yeah, this." Yeah, and I did. then he kind of starts it. acting cool. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the, uh, the, Matt Seidel, good looking kid. Um, also, again, fans of both of these guys, very good wrestlers at this point. Uh, but Matt Seidel is brought to the ring <laughs> with his girlfriend Lizzie Valentine. Who, uh, for one, is not as hot as they think she is. Yeah. She is, like, an averagely attractive woman. Yeah. She's fine. Like, she's not an ugly woman. And also, uh, who am I to judge? I'm a fat piece of shit. But, like, they're like, oh, look at this. Eye candy. Yeah. And it's like, she's in a sweater and, like... Capri. Capri. <laughs> Capri. 
pants. Is it, it's like, is this, is this like, his girlfriend? And like chunky heels. Yeah. And it's supposed to be his girlfriend. And what I love so much is like, and he's here with his girlfriend, and the crowd starts booing horrifically. Immediately. Just the idea that he has a girlfriend makes him a villain. I fucking love it so much because it's the idea of like, oh, these wrestling nerds, they don't like people with girlfriends. Yeah. <laughs> they don't have girlfriends. Uh, yeah. And they keep they keep saying she has wandering eyes. They bring that up a lot. So, like that's the phrase they they they're yeah. not they're not like they're not saying she she's uh she gets like around. Or yeah, yeah, yeah. They're not like coming out and flat out saying she's like a slut or something. Yeah. But they do say wandering eyes. Wandering a lot. eyes. Uh, but then at the end of the match, uh, just for uh, the wrestling completists here. Uh, Jack Evans wins with the 630 splash, which is a very impressive looking move. Yeah. He does like a full, like a somersault and a half before landing on the guy. It's really cool looking. Uh, but they do a bit where like she kind of looks at him, and I guess we're supposed, she's supposed to be selling that she's like, oh, he won, so now I'm into him. Exactly. But she has zero acting chops and no so, charisma. And then no facial expressions. So she just literally looks at him and then looks back at Matt Seidel, and we're supposed to infer a lot of emotion. Yeah. Um, <laughs> meanwhile, I would also like to add here that, and I don't know if they just didn't add it to the, the YouTube cut that we have. I don't see that being the case because, like, it's the full, you know, it's 22 minutes, these episodes, which is standard with commercials. There's a musical guest for each of these episodes. <laughs> now, we're, I think we're supposed to believe they have performed for the audience? I, I, I don't know. I, I didn't infer that at all. Okay. I kind of thought that was, <laughs> like, beforehand, they, the band played a song, and then they went... <laughs> And one of the members. But then that's weird because it's not the whole band. So maybe you're right. Maybe yeah. they just brought in a musician. Every episode is a musician to sit and join the announce team, which I, I – this – okay. The first episode is Zach Wilde yeah, from is, uh, Black Label Side. Who is tremendous. Fantastic. Great guitarist. <laughs> and he is – like having fun, oh yeah, and like at like trying to get shit in, and it may not always be the best. Uh, <laughs> some shit he says. Uh, uh, I'm trying to. I have like a few. Have a bunch of quotes. Uh, but uh, yeah, he has like he's trying. He's in, he's like, although he does say one point, and I didn't enjoy this at all. Uh, so she like uh, in this match, Lizzie Valentine trips Jack Evans at one point. Yeah. Um, but not even, like, really well. Like, she kind of grabs his foot, and then he drags her into the... Yeah. It's kind of clumsy. But, uh... But here's that Guago. Uh, like, somebody says something like, oh, she doesn't deserve this, she, or doesn't deserve him. And then Zekwa's like, she deserves to get her ass kicked. I know that. Yeah, Easy. Was, uh, she has no business being in the room. Oh, yeah. Zach Wilde says, she has some business getting her ass kicked. <laughs> oh, <laughs> like, that's like, oh, I paused that, and I, I was like, did he just... Did he just yeah. condone yeah, yeah. of his woman? And not even like, like a lot of times in wrestling, uh, particularly if you go back to like the Attitude Era and shit, there was a lot of like, oh, you know, a girl would get a stunner or whatever, mm. but she would like have punched a dude. Yeah, and yeah. not saying that's like condoning hitting women, but this is a fictional space and that stories get told and whatever. But this is just like a girl standing around and she kind <laughs> of trips someone. Yeah. It's that wild. It's like, kick her! Like he's yeah. so mad, he pulls the trigger immediately. Yeah, yeah. There's no maybe talk about you know. it. Hey, ref, get her out of here. <laughs> no. Nothing. He goes straight to straight to violence. She's in the. She has some business getting her ass kicked. Uh, to, to my point that Brett Sturts, I don't think has ever actually seen a wrestling match. He said at one point, uh, Matt Seidel throws uh, Jack Evans out of the ring, and 
Brett Ernst stands up because there's a shot of them. He jumps out of his chair and he screams, What the hell, dude? Did you see that? Seidel just dumped him right out of the ring. Have you ever if why, you I, seen That is one of the most standard things. <laughs> he didn't do like some crazy suplex. He just sort of tossed him out in a very standard move. Uh, it just made me laugh. I have another Zach Wilde Please quote. do. Please uh, do. So first off, very early on in the match, they're kind of jawing back and forth, and right. you hear Zach Wilde say, did he just call Seidel a bitch? Yeah, 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 right? yeah, yeah, yeah. But then later on, he, he's, he's breaking down their fight, right? Right. And he says... It's, this is the same fight I saw with Father Morello when I was at the St. Aloysius Church when I was 13 years old. Yeah, yeah, what yeah. the hell is that? <laughs> is, 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 this, is this like a Nacho Libre situation? I, yeah, I, when I first heard it, I thought he was trying to make kind of a joke about how they look young. Yeah. But that is definitely not what he's no. saying. He's implying that somehow at this church camp... <laughs> There was like a fight where people are doing jumping backflip kicks yes. and crazy shit. Like members of the clergy yeah. are, are just beating the shit out of each it's other. It's very strange. Um, I uh, I wrote down here that I think the show gave me epilepsy because <laughs> everything is flashing a lot. Uh, we go from that match. Oh, I got one uh, more. No, thing. please, please, please. At, at the end of that episode, Jack. Oh, well, we're still in that episode. We got a sorry, lot going. On that and episode. end of that, end of that, that match, uh, end of that match. Yeah. Sorry, at the end of that match. Uh, Jack Evans does a flip like off the side of the ring, and when yeah, he yeah. lands, he immediately clutches the small of his back. <laughs> <laughs> he lands and just instantly like, grimaces oh. in pain, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then they just cut away real quick. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was beautiful. Um, the next thing we get is a montage of the tag teams that are going to be joining us in uh, the Wrestling Society SWSX. Uh, we don't get like it's just a bunch of shots of like them beating people up, and we'll get an image of them with a little phrase. The first tag team is <laughs> two black dudes in bandanas, and they're called Keeping It Gangsta. Keeping It Gangsta. That's like a full sentence. Yeah, it's not a name. Yeah, uh, and their tag, the little tagline on their images: Opponents better know they be getting KTFO, which I'm assuming means not the fuck out. And but that one at least like okay, this is this is a perspective right. of these characters. Yeah. It's clearly defined. We already have an idea of what's going to happen when they get in the ring. Sure. The next one, the next I one. have no <laughs> fucking clue. This one is two white guys. Yeah. Uh to be fair, they are uh Tyler Black who is now currently Seth Rollins in the WWE, very very successful, and uh I believe the other one is Jimmy Jacobs who is uh, a writer in the WWE. He's like a little short guy, but has had a run of, of success. But that being said, it doesn't explain why their tag team is D-I-F-H, an acronym that is not explained. Never. And I have Never. no fucking idea what it means. And then it says, get ready for an emotional explosion. What the hell does that mean? Um, now, I, I will give a small amount of insight into this. Uh, I know Jimmy Jacobs... From a bunch of uh, other, like he wrestled in Ring of Honor and all these places, and he did do like an emo character for a oh, while. Man, so I think if you know that, then it's okay. They're going to do some like emo y thing. That's yeah. not anything I know Tyler Black to do, but whatever. But if you're the idea that people are watching this not knowing these people, this is the fucking first episode. Yeah, you got to give me something more than get ready for an emotional anything. explosion anything. because it means nothing. And the, it's not like they're even like dressed like no, they're just emo. two white dudes. Yeah, they just they're standing there. It's not like they're dressed they're, like the crow they're not or crying. Anything. Yeah. There's nothing emotional about the image. Uh, the next team is the Trailer Park Boys, uh, and their tag is Fighting for an American Dream. Fighting for the American Dream, a sweet double wide. Yeah. Oh, uh, we'll, we'll meet them in, a, in the next yeah. in a couple episodes from now, and I, 
they might be my favorite thing in this entire show. <laughs> yeah. uh, the, fi- the last tag team is uh, Team Dragon Gate. Dragon Gate is a Japanese wrestling promotion. And it just says, and I, this one I kind of would be like, okay, this is the least respect. It just says, Japan's finest team imported to WSX. Yeah. Okay, fine. That makes cool. perfect sense. Yeah. You've got it. Okay, these guys are from Japan. They're super good over there. Got it. Yeah. Uh, we then get a real quick match. Oh, so the setup for tonight, by the way, which we have not said, they do set up somewhat at the beginning of this episode, is that the headlining match for tonight is the WSX Rumble. Uh, it's like the Royal Rumble, if you've ever watched WWF. Essentially, uh, two people start off in the ring at the same time. They're fighting. Every 30 seconds to a minute, a new person joins the match. Uh, people are kicked out of the match by being thrown over the top rope to the floor. And now, here's where they lost me, because I do not remember them saying initially that uh, the final two people in the match will get a contract for the WSX title match, which will happen next week. I, they they show these contracts. There's they're they're like hanging from the, the yeah. ceiling on chains. It's, there's it's like a link chain, yeah. and the contract is just a brown document <laughs> that's rolled up and threaded through a link in this chain. chain. It's so cheap. It's like you couldn't you mm. couldn't get a briefcase, any literally Nothing. anything. At one point, I should say they they even say on this show like, "There's no mats on the floor." It's a Wrestling Society X. It's just concrete, and I'm like, "Yeah, but it feels like it's because you can't afford." Yeah, mats. exactly. It doesn't sound <laughs> like a like a choice. It just seems like you're poor. <laughs> it's not like they turned it down. Yeah. Right? yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so, uh, so this match now we get a but like a quick montage of these of a bunch of wrestlers that are going to be in this match, cutting quick promos about how they're going to win. Just incredible is the first one. Now a lot of these guys, I like uh, uh, just incredible, New Jack. There's a few of these guys that are like fairly prominent in wrestling or in ECW or WWE or whatever. Uh, the first one is just incredible. It's very I'm the best and I'm going to win. That's it. He does he does a, a faux. Crotch. He does shop. a little half a crotch shop. Yeah. It's, it's a little lame, and it's it's very over the top. And like, okay, this this guy's this guy's learning. <laughs> this guy's learning how to. Well, do what's this. funny is by now he's been like very successful. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he's been around. They although also they do a thing where they like when they first show the character they'll put like his name and like some stats on the screen, like uh, where he's from and whatever. Uh, like their signature move name yeah. or whatever. Uh, and it says in his like uh, multiple time WWE champion, that is not true. Oh. That is a bold face lie. Um, the next guy is New Jack, and he's just yelling at some... I, he's a wrestler named Chris Hamrick. Apparently he's been around a long time. I don't know him. He ends up in the match as well. But when you see it, it cuts to New Jack. Now, New Jack is a black guy with a chain around his neck. He's got a fucking forehead that has been carved to shit for years, so it's just scar <laughs> tissue and horrific. Uh, in real life, he was a bounty hunter for a long time. Wait, really? Oh, yeah. Oh, There's a great documentary called Beyond the Mat uh, that he's prominently featured in, and he was a, uh, he was a bounty hunter. Wow. Uh, he, cl- uh, he claims to have multiple justifiable homicides on his record. He's definitely done a fair amount of jail time. He's a <laughs> fucking lunatic. Yeah. Uh, he, he was the one person watching this show... Who I'm like, oh, this might not be an act. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, he is a crazy, he's a legit crazy person. Ugh. He, uh, and I, uh, there's no way New Jack is listening to this, but if he is, please, sir, don't find me. I'm legit scared of you. But, uh, <laughs> he is like famously like, there was a guy, a kid, there's a famous incident in ECW called the Mass Transit Incident. This poor, this kid shows up, he lies about being trained, he I, lies yeah, about yeah. being a wrestler, uh, he wants to get it on the show, somebody has dropped out, so they let him in, and New Jack just fucking carves the fuck out, like, he, tell, he wants to 
bleed in the match. Yeah. So he doesn't know how to cut himself, so he has New Jack do it. New Jack's like, he didn't tell me he wanted me to cut him a little bit or a lot bit, so I just tried to cut his fucking head off. Like that's his quote. That's shit. the guy, and he just caught. Yeah, that's the dude. I've uh-huh. heard. I've heard that story before, and yeah. thought, man, what a psychopath. That's it. Oh, oh yeah. So that guy's fucking legit. <laughs> There's a video on him. There's a guy named Gypsy Joe who was like a wrestler for a hundred years. At the point of the story, he's in his like late sixties, maybe seventies, and he's having a match with New Jack, and like he does something that New Jack doesn't like, and New Jack just proceeds to beat the fucking piss oh, out of Jesus. this old ass man. So yeah, New Jack is legit frightening. Well, that's when they when they introduce his character in Hamrick. Right. The only it's the two of them standing back and forth, and it's just New Jack screaming at him, and he <laughs> says he says he's gonna beat him to death. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then yeah, Hamrick yeah. just kind of like he gets shoved out of the way. He doesn't yeah. like, say a word. He doesn't say a thing. Yeah. He just gets told he's gonna be beaten to death yeah. and pushed aside. Yeah, it's fucking fantastic. It's, it's, it's crazy. Uh, we meet Teddy Hart, who claims to be the past, present, and future of pro wrestling. Uh, Teddy Hart, also a crazy person. Quick Teddy, uh, quick Teddy Hart story. You know Josh Johnson? Yeah, comic. The Dallas one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. black kid from Dallas. I mm-hmm. think he lives in like Seattle now or some shit. Yeah, uh, whatever. He uh, he's in Dallas. And he's at like a Sprint store. I want to say with Carrie Denise. They're like getting a battery for a phone or something. And this guy comes in with like, he's like all sort of like a white guy, but he's like way hip hopped out. And he's got like some like two kind of strippery looking girls with him. And he just strikes up a conversation with Josh and, and I think Carrie Denise was with him at the time. And he starts talking about, oh, hey, you seen this stuff? Uh, hey, you want to go meet my cat? He's what? like, what? what? He's like, yeah, I got this cat. It's like a real rare, very expensive cat that's out in the car. So he brings him out to the car, and he's got this fucking weird cat. And uh, he just starts like, hey, you guys want to buy weed or whatever? And what? like, you want to go, hey, you guys want to go see a movie? Like, he's, he's very strange. It was Teddy Hart. Oh, this my God. Fucking whole time. Teddy Hart is a fucking strange dude. Um, is he actually like a member of the Hart family? He is. Uh, and he was famously signed to like a WWF contract at like 19. Really? But blew it by being a fucking crazy oh. person. Uh, he was also like a really good wrestler. On oh that yeah, show. yeah, he's crazy talented. But yeah. He's also crazy, crazy. Uh, his match in the next episode is a fucking highlight for me, but we'll get to it. Uh, we meet Chaos and Agdalar. I got some are, thoughts here. Please, I okay. would like to hear them. So, uh, Chaos and Aguilera, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, the, the, <laughs> we're supposed to think they're both like Hispanic guys. Sure. Aguilera. Looks he, like he looks he, like a he looks like a bad guy from Dick Tracy. He, well, he is in zoot suit pants yeah. with fucking a, a wife beater yeah. on and blue suspenders. He's in purple <laughs> high waisted zoot suit pants. He's he's on the phone and Chaos comes up to him and is like trying to get him to talk about the Focus, match. Yeah. And he says, uh, "Can't you see I'm talking to the, the mamacita? Mama. They say mamacita <laughs> and cervezas. Uh, they, like maybe a hundred times. Oh, they bludgeoned you with <laughs> yeah. it in." Every episode, because they are a very prominently featured tag yeah, team in this yeah. universe, and uh, they show up a lot. And yeah, they're, they literally in a few episodes have a tables, ladders, and cervezas match. Yeah, we'll get to it in a minute. Oh my god, uh, it's, it's, a, it's an abomination that this match. So it starts with just incredible and Teddy Hart. The audience noise is so phony. They show the crowd who is dead. They're yeah, sitting down. They don't give a fuck, and the the noise is so fucking loud. Uh, at one point when Chaos comes in, they say, he may be an athlete, but in between the matches, he's all about partying like a rock star. Yeah. I don't know why you brought that up. Like, it doesn't affect this character. It doesn't make any sense. Also, to start the match, the announcer says he screams. Yeah, yeah he screams. And now everything. for something completely different. <laughs> Are you 
A Monty Python fan? I would love Are you bringing Monty Python into the world of wrestling? It would be so good if he was like, our next, <laughs> our next match is a Ministry of Silly Walks match. Uh, up next is Vampiro. Very, very famous, legendary wrestler. He made his name in Mexico, but he's in WCW. He has seen better days at this point. Yeah. He is wearing... Uh, so Vampiro is a white guy with dreadlocks. He's like got gothy makeup. Uh, tattoos. He's wearing like kind of a mesh shirt. Yeah, it's definitely see through. It's definitely see through. But he also ha- it's also kind of a midriff. It's like kind of like a yeah. tum. Uh, he's what I'm, what I'm getting at is he's got a little tum tum. Yeah, he's got yeah. like a little tum tum poking mm-hmm. out of a little half shirt. Yeah, and it's a very interesting choice. He is in way better shape than me. I am not body shaming <laughs> this man. But if you're gonna be out there wrestling and stuff, and you know you got a little tum tum, and you're wearing a shirt. Just wear a full shirt. Yeah. It's not like you're like, oh, I'm a guy in trunks and I'm just going to be this. That's fine. But, like, you made a choice to just have your little tum-tum show. Yeah. And it was a very interesting choice to me. Also, Chaos uh, is getting beat up. Yeah. He's, he's getting, like, two-on-one with yeah. him, Just Incredible. Zach Wilde drunkenly screams. Uh, <laughs> Chaos is laying over, he's laying over Just Incredible's knee. And Zach Wilde just screams, oh, this is going to leave a mark for the love of God. (laughs) Oh, we also forgot to mention that Zach Wilde walks, like, you have, when he's introduced, uh, he walks to the announce table with a bottle of Jack Daniels. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's a funny bit. That is 400% real. Like, he is (laughs) definitely just getting hammered. Yeah. Uh, um, (laughs) uh, this, This bothered me a little bit. Vampiro comes out, he beats up everybody, and then it goes to commercial, fine. When it cuts back from commercial, they go, during the break, uh, a wrestler named Puma came out and is immediately, immediately. Uh, uh, thrown out of the match by Vampiro. But they, like, in a cool spot where he throws him over the top rope through a table. Yeah. Don't cut the, com- like, don't put that in the commercial yeah. break. Let people see that. That guy almost fucking died for that shit. <laughs> uh, <laughs> outcome... Al, by the way, his name is Alcatraz. Uh, the next wrestler's name is Alcatraz. Now, you might think his name is Alcatraz, like the prison. His name is Alcatraz. It's a first and last name. His name is Alcatraz. With his bu- and he's introduced with his buddy Luke. Luke Hawks. Yeah. And they, they say that Alcatraz has been in every major penal system yeah, in yeah. California. Yeah. And it's like, no. No. no I don't buy the no, one. Man. I mean, that's an interesting, like, look, this is fiction, so your character can be that. But then, like, maybe have a guy that has more than two tattoos. Like, have him look the part a little yeah. bit. He's got a weird friar tuck yes. like, haircut where he's bald except for the back and ridge and then a real long ponytail. It's very it's weird. Very strange look. Uh, um... Uh, X well, Six Pac comes out next, who is uh, X Pac from the WWE, but he has also been in WCW as Six. He changes his name when he goes to different things because they you know own the rights to his name or whatever. He's so he just mashed them together and it's Six Pac now. He's truly the star power. Definitely the biggest name in this, yeah. for certain. Um, <laughs> when he comes out, <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm laughing just as I'm reading this quote. Uh, Brett Ernst. This is a quote from Brett Ernst. Do you know what I like about Six Pac? <laughs> he was an original member of DX, and those guys were badass. Awesome, dude. Thanks. I, I wrote that whole quote down. Oh, yeah. He continues to say, uh, they did what they wanted when they wanted. They made no excuses and made no apologies. He's a real gentleman. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, uh, those are very different. Those, they are 
worlds apart, veterans. <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. He does I was the, already laughing too hard. I missed that part. He does a Bronco Buster on sure. somebody, yeah, and yeah. Zach Wild. <laughs> Zach Wild I used to do that to my wife. I do, nice. that, <laughs> I do that with the wife every night. <laughs> and at that point in the at that point in the show, we've already established that Zach Wild is okay with with women, women being, being violated. Being <laughs> it's like, are you? Is this a sex thing, or are you literally? I think we're supposed to think it's a sex thing. If you don't know what the Bronco Buster is, a guy is sitting down on his butt in the corner in the corner of the ring, and then Xbox comes running up and splits his legs in a V and rams his crotch into the person's yeah, face. Essentially, several times, several bounces on his face. Also, a uh, quick side note: uh, Xbox did that move once in a match, and the guy moved and he hit the turnbuckle and ripped his asshole. Oh, what? Tore his asshole. Oh, Had my. to get his asshole slowing back together. Ugh. Uh, I was on uh, Getting Dug with High with Ron Funches and Xbox. And uh, Xbox, like, yeah, I told, I, he's told the story before, but he's like, yeah, I ripped my asshole doing that move. He was, and then, like, a few months later, he did it again. Like, he ripped his asshole a second time doing that move. And I was like, how over was that move? Just drop it from your re- repertoire. At some point, if I rip my asshole doing anything, if I rip anything. my asshole doing comedy, I am a postal worker for <laughs> the rest of my life. <laughs> um, he ripped his asshole twice? Twice. God, did he keep? Did he keep wrestling? I think the match was over when he ripped his asshole, but he continues to wrestle until like yeah. this day. Yeah, uh, Chris Hammer comes out. He's introduced as a like a legendary. He's also introduced to like Barnang Ding Dong Ding Dong Ding Dong. He's from Alabama or something. Country ass music, but he's also just wearing like a t shirt and maybe sweatpants. Like he looks like he was sleeping in his car outside of the taping, and they're like, "Yeah, come in. We'll get you." He was awake. You can get a sandwich. He was awakened by the most terrifying human. Yeah, yeah, yeah. just showed up, chased him inside. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what is, what's going on? I thought I retired. Can I shower first? So New Jack, I, what I enjoy here is, so he's introduced, and ideally it's supposed to be like every 30 seconds or something, so the next person gets introduced, but New Jack just follows him out to the ring and immediately throws him out over the top rope to a ta- through a table. Uh, he then, New Jack then eliminates himself. He jumps down off the thing, I guess ostensibly to continue beating up Chris yeah. Hamrick. Uh, but when the referee tells him that he, oh, you're eliminated, you went over the top rope onto the floor, he goes into the ring, plays his little guitar, he's a little fucking guitar, at which point Brett Ernst goes, Zach Wilde, that looks like one of your guitars. And you know Zach Wilde kind of shot him a dirty oh, look. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because okay, maybe not one of your guitars. I'm sorry. And like, then, he immediately just <laughs> apologizes. So a couple quotes in, in this part of the match. As as uh, New Jack and Hamrick get into the ring together and start fighting, yeah. I think uh, Chris Claus says, Hamrick is a good old country boy. <laughs> Let's just say his way of thinking has clashed with New Jack many times before. <laughs> it's like, okay, we so, all... He's racist. We all know what that means. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And then, so they're, they're fighting, and Zach Wilde says, it's a blitzkrieg of insanity? <laughs> like, and then the, they break the guitar, and he says... Yeah, he hits what, the ref over the head with the guitar, which is the most... Balsa wood filled oh, with yeah. talcum powder guitar yeah. I've ever seen. In my it life. was also it looked like a child's guitar. <laughs> yeah, I don't yeah. think it was a full size guitar. It was tiny. It was a little bigger than a ukulele. And where? Why was it there? Like I don't. There wasn't. I don't think anybody showed up I, I, with a guitar I, in the I, ring. <laughs> New Jack kind of has a bit where he would he used to come to the ring with like a garbage can full of weapons. Very often there'd be a guitar in it, but he didn't do that this no. match. So I don't know where the guitar came from. He clearly was just like, I want to do my guitar bit. Yeah. So they just figured out a way to do it. Yeah. Uh, um, we have also neglected to mention a couple very important things about this match. On the outside of the ring are tables, as we've said, a lot of people have been thrown through tables. Uh, on one side of the ring is a box 
of live electrical wires. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or, or so we're led to believe yeah. that they are... It's literally just a frame <laughs> with six or seven live electrical yeah. wires in it. And then on the other side is a uh, <laughs> what is called a steel cage... Uh, uh, rigged with explosives. Yeah, rigged with what the hell? Rigged with explosives. Now in Japan, they're uh, very famous for their death matches. Uh, certain companies would do death matches, and they would have crazy shit. Mick Foley wrestled in a ton of them, and there would be uh, barbed wire instead of ropes, and shit being set on fire, and fucking uh, they had exploding stuff. Whatever. It's a kind of common thing there, and I think they were trying to introduce that yeah. here. But when you don't like people don't know that like a lot of like you got to kind of be a real nerd to know that sort of thing. So for you to just go, oh, by the way, there's also explosions in this wrestling match. Yeah, you got to take people through that. Like yeah. you got to sort of introduce that slowly. Uh, there's a ooh, okay. The match breaks down into utter chaos. I think is the best way to describe this. Chaos gets knocked into the live electrical wires. <laughs> at which point the camera shakes crazily. Shakes, yeah. A bunch of smoke bombs and sparklers go off, <laughs> which is what's supposed to tell us he's been electrocuted. Um, at the same time, uh, New Jack dives off one of the aforementioned stacks of storage containers onto Chris Hamrick, who's been laying on a table. They smash to the ground. Uh, I actually think they did a real good job of getting the chaos of this over as like, oh, this is kind of exciting. What yeah, the fuck? Yeah. The guy got electrocuted? He's jumping off of what? Like, there's a bunch of crazy shit happening. Like, the, the theme of this is like, this is incredibly poorly produced, but really well executed. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. That's a very, very good uh, description. Also, when, when New Jack hits this referee in, with a, a just the fury, guitar, yeah, yeah. his guitar explodes. Like you said, it, it ex- there's, there's definitely talcum powder, and uh, I think post-it notes? There's something. a bunch of red Conf- squares of yeah. paper. It's like confetti or something. <laughs> and then you just hear, it might have been Ernst say, oh, that referee's gotta be dead. Yeah. Just like... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, out next is a wrestler named Youth Suicide. What the fuck is this? Youth Suicide. <laughs> what I really enjoy about this is when you think about it, at the same time, the WWE is doing shows of like, uh, don't try this at home. We can't, you're, all, you're not allowed to do pile drivers anymore because it's too dangerous of a move. MTV is like, no, let's blow things up and let's yeah. have a, like, oh, this is a network for children? We should have a character called Youth Suicide. Whose finishing move is the Euthanasia. <laughs> Asia. Also, he comes to the ring with a bucket full of thumbtacks yeah. uh, that he throws on the ground, and he has a group saying he slams under the thumbtacks, so he's got a bunch of thumbtacks stuck in him. Also, um, at this point, Zach Wilde leaves the booth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's gone. He's too drunk. He, they, they, they say Zach Wilde makes his way down to ringside to get a closer <laughs> view of the... No, he had to no. piss. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's out of For the booth. For certain he had to piss. I don't think he comes back, either. Does he come... I don't, no, no, that's the end of Zach Wilde. We never yeah, see him again. He's gone. Um... Uh, you suicide throws some thumbtacks down. He gets knocked over into them. Uh, I didn't realize the part about the contracts until this point. So I'm like, oh wait, this is also a ladder match. You got to <laughs> climb up and get the contracts. Uh, is it? It's X Pac and Vampiro, Vampiro that get the contracts. So next week they're going to wrestle for the uh, uh, WSX Championship. Uh, I will say that oops, I think. I don't know if it's youth suicide or whoever's left that is knocked into the the barbed wire, the uh, steel cage rigged with explosions. Uh, exact same effects as the live yeah. wires. It's just yeah. more sparklers and smoke bombs. It, it was youth suicide. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And the, the referee leans in yeah. and takes his pulse. <laughs> <laughs> like he leans in. Like, uh, <laughs> it's oh, so man. great. We are 43 minutes into this episode. Oh, Jesus. We, no, it's fine. We can talk. I feel like these next two will go yeah. quicker. Um, 
This yeah, we talked about an episode that's twenty two minutes long for forty four minutes. Uh, the thing I like very much about that episode when it ends, it fucking ends. Vampiro jumps down with the fucking contract. He lands credits. There's it's, not it's, a moment of him like celebrating no. or holding the thing in the air. His feet hit the ground. Credits. We like, gotta get th- out of here. There's an opportunity for those two to like have a stare down in anticipation of the next match. Nope, it's just straight to credits. Yeah. Oh. And the, the, one of the, I think the last line is both men realize that the WSX title is the future of this great sport. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Oh, I wish you had a crystal ball. I wish. Uh, episode two, our terrible announcers are back. They have changed the ring announcer's name to Fabian Kalen for some reason. <laughs> he still uh, is annoying. Still, he's wearing the same shirt, I think. <laughs> it's just a little more unbuttoned now. Uh, he's got the Coke sweats, so he's got to get some fucking hair. Uh, 3-6 Mafia is our musical guest. Two members of them, Juicy J and the DJ, who I don't remember. Uh, I believe Juicy J has two lines. One point he goes, that skinny guy can really move. Yeah, uh, and then he says later on about Vampiro and somebody. I don't. And, uh, I don't want to meet those white boys in an alley. Juicy J. Uh, so the, the we're gonna we'll quotes. I, I wrote down some quotes there throughout the episode. Uh, um, our first match is uh, Luke Hawk versus the Human Tornado. The Human Tornado is introduced from like Hollywood, Alabama. Al- yeah. Uh, I don't know why he can't just be from Hollywood. He's like a kind of a. I don't know. He's like a. Black exploitation character. Human Tornado is an old black exploitation movie, so I'm assuming it's a play on that. He kind of dances a bit. He does a lot of flips. Yeah, um, he's fine. He's real skinny. They marvel a lot at his agility. His That's, agility comes into play a lot. At one point, he gets kicked square in the nuts, and, the and, it. and they say he's got the balls of steel. Don't forget. Why would we know that already? <laughs> This guy's. we just met him. Why would we know that he has balls Balls of of steel? steel. He gets kicked in the balls and just shakes his head like, "Mm mm-mm, and goes about his business. Uh... Juicy J says, tap dance shoes, whoop my ass. (laughs) He's watching him and is just so upset at this guy wearing, because he's wearing tap dance dance shoes. shoes. Uh... He moves real good. He does all the crazy dives and flips and shit. He's fun. The match lasts maybe a minute. Yeah. He uh, he beats uh, Luke Hawk with some move. It doesn't really matter. But it also sets up, like, there, there's a couple, there's, like, two tag teams here yes. where, like, one partner is instigating and the other one doesn't have their back. So you've got Luke Hawk and Alcatraz, and you've got Los Guapos, was it Los Pochos Guapos? Yes. Uh, which is Chaos and Aguilera, or yeah. Aguilar, whatever his name is. And... Uh, they are uh, Chaos and Aguilar, and Aguilar are having tension because he's getting annoyed at getting uh, about him not having his back. He's uh, Aguilar is always talking to the Mamacitas. <laughs> they have cervezas. They have cervezas. <laughs> talk to Mamacitas. They say it multiple times. And uh, at one point, I have it written down. I think it's this episode. He uh, we get a backstage segment. Oh no! Not only do we get a fucking backstage segment, I am very angry about the setup of this backstage segment. It might be in the next episode. I think it is, but. Uh, they, uh, they're the announcers go. In case you missed it, here's what happened immediately following the end of our last episode. Of course, we missed it. Yeah. It's following the end, yeah. like it's after the show. I didn't see it. If it's not on the show, I didn't see it. We've already established that they cut to credits instantly, <laughs> yeah. immediately. Uh, that yeah, that match takes like a minute. I do like that fucking. Uh, uh, I do like that Chaos got some better tights. Yeah. I feel like he was in some real fucking C-level shit last yeah. week. And <laughs> at least they got his name on him this time. Yeah. 
Uh, we meet Teddy Hart and Matt Cross, M-Dog 20. Matt Cross would, uh, has been a very long career. He's currently on Lucha Underground. He's doing really well for himself. Uh, I like this because it's very simple. Teddy Hart, he's the best wrestler in Canada. I'm Matt Cross. I'm the best wrestler in America. We'll beat anybody because we're the best. We are the Filth and the Fury. The Filth and the Fury. Perfectly good sound and name. Yeah. Uh, I don't like that it was clearly shot in front of one of their garages. Yeah. All of these like backstage, like any segment that's shot like outside somewhere looks fucking real low rent. Awful. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, you get a, uh, that sets up a quick promo for a match next week. Perfect. That's fine. We know we're going to get a match with them next week. Uh, the next match is Joey Ryan and Disco Machine, and they are the That 70s team. Yeah, that Was that show that popular still in 2006, I guess? I, I, I don't know. Um, and they're against Team Dragon Gate. Team Dragon Gate's great. Yeah. Uh, they're good wrestlers. I do have a problem with the way the story of this match works out. So Joey Ryan is Joey Magnum Ryan and uh, Disco Machine. They're piece, I guess, supposed to be kind of seventies looking. Joey Ryan would be famous now. He's had a bunch of videos go viral where he's got a super strong dick and uh, no, like that's he, that guy. That's the super strong dick. Oh my god, I yeah, thought yeah, he looked yeah. familiar. Yeah, this is super strong dick. Guy. Oh, all right, um, okay. Now I, the show instantly just got way better. Yeah. For me. Part of the way into that match. Uh, he's like drops to the ground and he's like begs for his teammate to throw him his asthma inhaler because he has asthma. He takes his asthma. Nothing comes of that. By Nothing the way, happens. He, it's not like he sprays the guy in the eye with the asthma inhaler yeah. or or he uses a distraction. No, he just legitimately, apparently, this character legitimately has asthma and needed his inhaler. No. And then they go on to win the match cleanly. <laughs> at which point, the Japanese guys smash their disco ball. Yeah. But the whole time, like, the Japanese guys are supposed to be the good guys, and everyone's booing those other guys. I'm like, no, they overcame asthma to win <laughs> against these awesome Japanese dudes, and then they were sore losers. I don't understand who's good and bad. As, the, as that 70s scene was being introduced, DJ Paul says, man, these dudes make Starsky and Hutch look like, and then they bleep out whatever <laughs> word it is. I can't imagine. There's so many things they could have been. been. And then another one, another good DJ Paul <laughs> quote. Uh, Team Dragon Gate, they're, they're explaining about their backstory. Yeah, yeah. And he says, that's how they cook stir fry. They cook it quick because they're so, <laughs> they're, they're very they're fast. fast. They're very fast. And already. he's talking about stir fry. Uh, yeah. Also, I think that's more of a Chinese dish. Everything about that is very racist. Uh, one more quote. Please, listen, Juicy please, J. Please. He says, that dude's so quick, he lost a girlfriend because of it. <laughs> <laughs> good for you. <laughs> I feel like somebody fed in that line, but good for you. Yeah, yeah. Um... They also said that Joey Magnum had asthma because he was a victim of asbestos. That's so sad. They set up like a very real yeah. backstory here. Like he, he, in the seventies, they didn't take the asbestos off the yeah, walls, exactly. and now he has asthma. Do you, uh, are you a victim of asbestos or mesothelioma? No. <laughs> uh, also, when he does have asthma, the audience starts booing him <laughs> just for nerd. having asthma. You fucking nerd! <laughs> but uh, the, the the best part of that whole thing was the. They pulled down. They jo- pulled out his, his pants. <laughs> they pulled down Joey Magnum's pants, and he's wearing a thong. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And everybody, everybody just loses their fucking minds. I also enjoy that he goes for maybe two or three more moves before he pulls his pants. Yeah, out. he wants it, people to see he's, that. No, he's fine with it. Yeah. Um, we have a back. We next see another pre-tape segment with the Trailer Park Boys, their coach White Trash Johnny Webb, uh, and then there's Nate Webb and Josh. 
Jug Raymond. Jug. His nickname is Jug. Uh, I really enjoyed these guys. Yeah. They were just having super fun with their game. They're sitting in front of a trailer. They're kind of drinking beer and playing guitar. At one point, the one guy looks at Jug and goes, Ah, look at this guy. Beautiful, like Brian Bosworth. Yeah. My mom always loved Brian Bosworth. And then they start getting in a fight over why his mom loved Brian Bosworth. I enjoyed that segment very much. Yeah, it made like, me laugh. There's like a your mama joke, but they're like they're brothers or like step. There's they're somehow some related. Siblings, some sort of relationship. Very confusing. It's very strange. But they were they were really fun. Yeah, I enjoyed them very much. I'm excited to see what comes out of them next. Uh, next is uh, Six Pac and Vampiro for the, the WSX title. <laughs> it's a pretty. Fun brawl. There's yeah. a lot of like big spots, people going through tables, people diving over the ropes. Vampiro comes to the ring with a coffin. Fine. Uh, his character's all gothy and dark. He's got a coffin, whatever. This is all theatrics. It is not until the end when we yeah. find out it is an exploding coffin. <laughs> yeah. I feel like maybe <laughs> mentioned that. And it's not even like we find out. Okay, so... He eventually tombstone pile drives six pack into the exploding coffin. There's a massive burst of sparklers and smoke. And the shaking camera. And the shaking camera. <laughs> the denote explosions. Uh, and uh, uh, Vampiro wins. For a minute, we, don't, we can't see inside, so we don't know who's won. Vampiro comes out to victor. But they go right before he's going to, like, you see him setting up for the move, and the announcer guys go like, oh, he's going to put him into that exploding coffin. Like, what? What? I was like watching, like, hold on, wait a minute. What exploding coffin? Yeah. We didn't want to bring that up. Yeah. I mean, the fact that it's a coffin and they don't address it, okay, I get it. it. It makes sense for his character. But the fact that there's pyrotechnics involved with it, sure. it's, just, it's, it's totally insane. Uh, yeah, it was crazy. I mean, the the, ta- the, the uh, I thought the match was super fun. Honestly, yeah. it was like I said, lots of big bumps, people going through tables, Bronco Busters, and uh, both of these guys are good at what they do. So yeah, it was super fun. Uh, and then there's an exploding coffin. <laughs> this this whole promotion is based around shit blowing up poorly. Yeah, and I'm kind of it's like somebody who's way into fireworks just got to make a wrestling promotion. <laughs> uh, and again, he wins. He gets the title. Cut to credits. They're fucking boom. We're Nothing. Out. We're ca- very much done. In case you missed Yeah, we missed it. <laughs> you, didn't, you didn't give us an opportunity. Uh, and there, uh, also, it, But it also almost adds a very chaotic feel. There is something fun about this as a wrestling fan where it's like, this feels so different from what the WWF was yeah, doing. Yeah, yeah. Now, in good ways and bad, mm-hmm. uh, the WWF has... Uh, professionalism and things like that, <laughs> but the actual just sort of chaos of all this and the 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 franticness of it is kind of fun. Yeah. Uh, uh, I could see myself if I had watched this at the time, uh, and I think maybe I watched a little bit of it at the time. Uh, I could see myself actually have been kind of into it, which I, would be uh, one of maybe eight people in the country. Do you know how this lined up with Bully Beatdown? <laughs> I feel like it probably was a lead-in show. Right. It had to be, right? It feels, oh, that fucking show. I forgot about that show. It, it feels like it's filmed in the same place. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, They're like, just, hey, get that ring down. Yeah. We gotta set up the fucking bully beat They just swapped game. out that fucking beat-up ring for an MMA ring. <laughs> and that guy, that guy is nuts. That yeah, man, yeah, 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 yeah. Remember, he, he like, held heard. himself up in his house for like hours yeah, yeah, a couple years ago? He's wild crazy. Man. I also liked that he used to come to the ring to like... Uh, like, I don't know, like, Whitney Houston, I want to dance with somebody. Like, he used yeah. to come to the ring with, like, and just wear pink shit, and you're like, oh, I'm going to go punch people in the face. Yeah. But that show was also, like, he would literally beat up people. Oh, yeah. It was that, man, that show, if you don't remember Bully Beatdown, look it up. It's terrible. I, I, like, I, I'm not going to, I, oh, I, watched I loved a lot it. Of it. I thought it was, 
I, it was one of those things where I wish there was more of it. I, because it, it was always like, this guy's picking on me. Well, we're going to get a trained <laughs> MMA fighter <laughs> to beat the, the shit out of this the guy. Shit out. And also, what I didn't understand about that show, though, was this, these weren't high school kids. No. These were adults. Adults. <laughs> what do you mean he's picking on yeah. you? Yeah. Call the police. Yeah. It's assault or leave. I, what are you? Yeah, anyway. Uh, episode three. Uh, by the way, the theme song stinks. It is the like oh, crunchy, shitty new metal yeah. on planet. Uh, we open with Vampiro, and he is hanging out in a like a vacant building, like an abandoned building, and he's got a bunch of candles and skulls and shit, and he's talking about the flesh being torn from his body and the whatever and the devils and the demons yeah. and so on. I love that that ends with and. But the Wrestling Society X belt is the most important thing <laughs> yeah. in my life. Wait, what? How about, he's doing voodoo. At yeah. one point, he's like pouring blood and mixing chicken bones. And then he's like, but really the belt. That's just yeah. like, that's such a funny game. This is what gets me off this concrete slab every day. <laughs> well, and, and that's such a thing in wrestling forever. Because, like you know, Undertaker was supposed to be a literal dead man. Yeah. Uh, but also cared about a wrestling belt. Yeah. Uh, um, okay, I, this band... Is called what now? Sparta. So when At The Drive-In broke up, okay. half of that band went and made the Mars Volta, sure. and then the other half went and made Sparta. Oh, they we were did. sort of like... We know a, how that worked out. Yeah, they were sort of like a post-emo prog rock kind of a band. Okay. They, they weren't bad, but they they weren't At The Drive-In, so sure. they just kind of like faded away. Yeah, 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 yeah. Either way, at the time, in like the mid-aughts, they were kind of... They put out an album that was like... That a lot of people were like kind of into and they were excited about, but definitely not anywhere near the same (laughs) level of like Zach Wilde and Three Six Mafia. Mafia Had just won an Oscar. Yeah, yeah. These uh, guys look like they got back from Hollister. (laughs) (laughs) uh, They at times seem kind of into it, yeah, and also not at all into it. Yeah. At one point, he's like, uh, he says something like, "Yeah, you know, I used to watch Bret Hart all the time because there's like Teddy Hart's in the match." He's like, "Oh, I love Bret Hart." And uh, and there's clearly the announcer is clearly trying to set him up to say like oh but this stuff is so much different than yeah because he's, he's talking about I watched Ultimate Warrior and blah 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 and he goes oh and is this the, what you're watching here remind you of that clearly in an attempt to get him to set up to say like oh yeah no this is fucking crazy then yeah blow yeah. it up and he just goes. Yeah, man, like Jake the Snake. Like, just, <laughs> just completely misses the fucking Just cube. grasping at straws <laughs> yeah. at that point. Why are we on this show? Uh, bunch of shit gets set on fire, as always, and we get our first match. And it's the Trailer Park Boys versus the Filth and the Fury. The, the, filth, tra- and, the filth and the Fury are super entertaining. They're great. They're awesome. They're like crazy gymnasts uh, doing cr- like all sorts of crazy yeah. flips and bumps. Uh, the Trailer Park Boys hail from... Any damn trailer park they please. That's not how trailer parks work. Not at all. You have to pay rent on Yeah, you can't just show up with a trailer. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, uh, uh, Brett Ernst says, these guys are crazy. They debuted last week. They're white trash. I love them. That's great. Uh, Also, Nate Webb is wearing a shirt that says Beer City. Yeah. Yeah, I give them credit. They are committing whole hog to these characters and good for them. This match becomes fucking nuts. So, first off, Teddy Hart and Matt Cross are phenomenal wrestlers. Yeah. They're very acrobatic. They're doing all sorts of crazy bouncy, off-the-rope flips and shit. It's awesome. Uh, 
Matt Cross does a thing, and he's still to this day the only person I've ever seen do it, but I think it's really fun looking, where he like looks like he's going to dive out of the ring, but instead just bounces on his shoulders off the rope and comes yeah, backwards. Yeah. It just looks real cool. Yeah. They're great wrestlers. Okay, at one point... All right. A man is murdered? I don't know yeah. how else to describe this. One of the... I think it might be Jug, but it might be Nate. I don't remember. Is fighting Teddy Hart on the outside of the it's ring. Nate. It's Nate. Nate. Teddy Hart pulls an electrical cord out of a wall. It's sparking and shit. Yeah. He jams it into Nate's stomach. Uh, Nate falls to the ground. He's in a lot of pain, yeah. obviously. Uh... <laughs> This is my favorite this part. Is, of this is the best part of the whole he, thing. He picks him up, puts him on a table, shocks him again, he hits yeah. him again. There's fucking crazy amount of smoke and sparklers. A lot of shaking cameras. A lot of shaking cameras, smoke and sparklers. <laughs> and he, he then climbs up on top of a fucking uh, storage container and does some sort of crazy flip dive on top of him, which is a very cool looking move. It's got like a big twist in the middle of it. But I feel like that's wasted effort as you just electrocuted a well, man. The, Why would you electrocute someone and then perform a wrestling move on them? This, the second electrocution is, it is different it's so big. because he grabs a bottle of water oh, right. I forgot about and water. pours it on him. Yeah, and yeah. Brett Ernst is like, oh, says, water is a great conductor yeah, of electricity. Water, as we know, is a conductor, <laughs> a conductor of electricity, which Kloss then says, absolutely right. Brett goes, a strong conductor of electricity. <laughs> it's like, yeah. Yeah, yeah it is. And, you, and you, there, that's why I think the second time there's even more smoke and smoke oh, yeah. taking cameras. <laughs> uh, but I just love the idea of like, you just electrocuted the man. I think he's good. Yeah. You don't have to then put him through a table. It's which a, is which in which was super impressive. Yeah, but like do one or the other. Like yeah. do the table spot, then electrocute him at yeah, least. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> poor Jug then gets uh, beat up with a uh, gets pinned with a shooting star leg drop, which is a weird bat flipping leg drop that looks fucking awesome. Yeah, uh, <laughs> that electrocution really blew my mind. And this is when we go. In case you missed it, we're going to show you what went down just after we went off the air. Fucking, of course we missed it, you assholes. <laughs> it's just after we went off the air. It's such a simple fix, yeah. and like this isn't live. Just fix that line and yeah. post or something. After last week's match. Uh, it's that simple. Uh, we see Chaos and Aguilar. They're very, Chaos is very upset at him. Two weeks in a row he's been beat up. Uh, the second week he went through a table. The first week, whatever. Uh, the first week he, he goes, where were you when I needed you? I got electrocuted. <laughs> <laughs> I just love it so much. I got electrocuted. <laughs> Aguilera says, I got it, we'll get our revenge, we'll have a TLC match, which WWE fans will know as tables, ladders, and chairs. Uh, but not this here. Is, no, <laughs> no. Sir, not in the land of very racist stereotypes, because this is a tables, ladders, and cervezas match. Uh-huh. <laughs> I, I would love to go back and count how many times we heard Mamacitas and cervezas. I'm in this promo, he says, like, what, you think I only care about the Mamacitas and the cervezas? Oh. And I think Chaos goes, yeah, I think you only care about yeah. the Mamacitas and the cervezas. Uh, there's another match now featuring uh, El Hombre Blanco and Mascarado, which is a white guy in a luchador mask, and he is wrestling... I already forgot. Oh. Was it Justin Hawks? Is that who it was? Yeah, no, no, because Luke Hawks and, oh, that, uh, are right, in the Luke final Hawks. match. Uh, it, does, it doesn't really matter, because what is very important is, for whatever reason... It's Jack they, Evans. Oh, it was Jack Evans. Yeah, yes, it's right. the follow-up. It's the Jack Evans second match. <laughs> They they refer to him as the undisputed Jack Evans, uh, undefeated yeah. Jack Evans. He's, He's had one, one match. No. He's one half, match. Half of your half of this company <laughs> is undefeated. undefeated. 
also, so when uh, El Hombre Blanco and Mascar- Mascarado comes out, uh, the, it says he's from just north, north of the border. Of the border. Yeah, yeah. And then at one point, uh, Chris Claus says, "Is this guy going ketchup instead of salsa?" It's like there's, it's. Yeah. They, they don't give a fuck. They don't care who who they offend on this show at all. No, they really don't. They don't. Uh, I cannot wait for this next. We get a, uh, oh, we get a, a, a intro video for a character we're going to meet next week. Uh, Matt Classic. I'm so excited for this. Matt Classic. By the way, Matt Classic is a character portrayed by Colt Cabana. Oh, Colt Cabana oh really? Is a super popular indie wrestler. If you know wrestling at all, I'm sure you know Colt Cabana. I've had the pleasure of doing his podcast before. He's absolutely awesome. Uh, Matt Classic is him. Matt Classic is a guy. Now I don't know that the character, the way Colt portrays it, has the same backstory as here. Because all right, so. He's shown in like a black and white video. It's kind of herky jerky the way old time film would look. And he's like got an old timey mask and an old timey trunks. And he's like this throwback carnival kind of wrestler. But the fucking announcer goes, he woke up in a coma. He was in a coma for 40 years. 40 years. 40 years. And then woke up in the same old trunk and mask and just started. So one. Woke up in them, which means the hospital had him in a bed for 40 years in a coma in a fucking wrestling mask and fucking wrestling trunks. And he doesn't age, apparently. No, there's, no at- there's no atrophy at he's all. He's not old. He's a very uh, well-defined yeah. gentleman. He's a big dude. Like, he... Like realistically, he would have had to have been probably in his mid twenties to have the physique he had. Sure, to go into a coma for forty years. years. This guy is just at least sixty five minimum, minimum. <laughs> and he's he, he just immediately is gonna wrestle some scamps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm very excited to see. And they him they said week. that he he even went to gyms where he he lifted weights with the the barbells with the big he balls on the end. Like, what? What a crazy detail that's yeah, yeah. totally unnecessary to this character. I love it so much. I'm very excited to see Matt yeah. Classic. Uh, the match with Jack Evans, he wins. Who cares? It, honestly, it was like this was the first match that I was like, oh, it's kind of lackluster. It's yeah, like, yeah. boring. Uh, uh, we get our TLC match, which <laughs> is... Okay, first off, it's maybe five minutes long, which I feel like if you're going to have a big, crazy, spot fest shit match... Give them some, like, make it 10 minutes at least. Give, yeah, like, some yeah. time to it. Something. This is the fastest fucking match where people have to risk their lives. Yeah. Like, they're doing <laughs> dangerous shit. They're falling yeah. off of ladders and stuff. Uh, <laughs> uh, poor Chaos is again left by his friend as he is distracted by a mamacita. A mamacita, yeah. Who is the most obvious plant. Oh, yeah. He, like... There isn't enough people in the audience for him to just to, for them to have faith that he can just pick a girl in the front row and yeah. interact with her. So they have to plant this horrific actress <laughs> who is twenty years older than everyone she's standing <laughs> around. For, like they are, there is like a bunch of young people because it's MTV. That's who they've busted in for this event, and then. Uh, a woman with pigtails who's in her late 30s. Yeah. Like, it's very strange. <laughs> and the, one of the quotes is uh, talking about them. They love the nightlife and they love the mommies. The mommies. <laughs> the mommies. Uh, he like, takes out his cell phone a bunch. It's real bad. There's a bunch of good spots. Like, people go through tables. It's it's chaotic and it's another brawl like every of these episodes. All of these matches have been brawls. Chaos and Alcatraz... Like are really good. Yeah, I, I feel like they're like it was absolutely. It, it was really like when those Luke Hawks isn't bad. I don't know if I've seen 
Aguilera do a single wrestling move. Yeah, he's, 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 just he's kind of, big. He's big. He's real big. He's yeah. much bigger than, than fucking maybe any of them, but definitely much bigger than Chaos. Yeah. Uh, he keeps, like, ordering Chaos to do, like, no, climb the ladder, and then Chaos gets thrown off the ladder. Yeah. And he says, no, we're going to hit him with the Cervasis. Yeah. And then, I this is, I can't, I don't know how, whatever. They, he, he gets knocked into Chaos. Chaos falls face first onto the six-pack of long neck bottles. None of them break. None of them break. None of them them break. (laughs) None of these plastic bottles break. Well, that's what I'm saying is they look pretty good. Like, Mm. they look like glass bottles. But, I okay, they're going to get fake glass bottles like they have in every movie ever made. And they'll smash, and it'll be cool looking. No, No. he falls onto a six-pack that doesn't move, and then he gets up and he's fucking bleeding. And I wouldn't be shocked if he really hit his head on that fucking... If that was a glass bottle that didn't break, and you bonked your fucking head on it. it would split your head open. It would split your goddamn head open. He Uh, he didn't miss them either. No, he hit them hard. He hit them hard. Very hard. (laughs) Uh, And he is then pinned. And in my favorite abrupt ending of all of these episodes, they cut back oh, to the announced team God who damn. are eating sandwiches. Yeah. And then it just goes to credit. And they never it's, address it. It's not like, oh, we're sponsored by Subway. Yeah. And here's our Subway sandwiches. Aren't they great? No, they're just like, oh, the hell of a match. They're just <laughs> eating sandwiches. And then it goes to credit. That's where Zach, Zach Wilde went out to pick him up some Subway. <laughs> Came back two episodes later. Those sandwiches, I laughed so hard. <laughs> <laughs> just have their rat. They have like wrappers in full fucking foot long sandwiches. I don't know if it says Subway on them. or I not. I couldn't make it out. I assume yeah. it kind of looked by the print on the, it. Looked as a like man Subway. Been at Subway sometimes. It looked yeah. like Subway. Uh, but yeah, they're just eating sandwiches and then it goes it's, to credits. It's it's insane. There, yeah. There's there's no there's there's no setup there's or nothing. delivery. No. It's just a it's such a non secular that it literally is to there's no reason for it. It's crazy. In case you missed the end of last episode, it's just them throwing away subway trash. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Good thing Tabbing we saved these cookies for the end. Of <laughs> <laughs> um, what do you think? I personally had a fucking blast watching. Oh these yeah, shows. I super I, fun. Like I said. That the the match with uh, the filth and the fury yeah. was super entertaining. Yeah, yeah. Like wire to wire, those guys are fucking good. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. And I, I'm not like I said, I'm not somebody who's terribly familiar with these with the, who they are now. Sure, but you can definitely tell that the wrestling part of it was, yeah. was really well executed. Yeah, they got a All bunch the of like stuff. guys that were you know not in the WWE but you know trained professional like working fucking wrestlers that were good. They yeah. got the best guys around at the time. A lot of these guys were uh, like West Coast people just because that's where film so they wrestled for these west coast promotions but they're all great i i I don't think anybody any of the wrestlers are particularly bad uh aguilera hasn't wrestled yet so it might be a thing where like they're reserving that and then when he finally has an actual match oh this guy can fucking go yeah yeah surprise who knows we'll find out it's only 10 episodes so fucking they're 20 minutes a piece i feel like everyone should watch these they're really fun they're They're, super fun and like they're bad in a way, yeah. but they're also real good in a way. Like, yeah. I'm enjoying myself. I, big time. I'm I'm really excited to see, like, uh, I hope they develop the feud with New Jack. <laughs> Chris Hamrick. I kind of have a feeling we've seen the, the last of them. <laughs> I, I hope the whole series is just New Jack just mercilessly <laughs> taunting him yeah, yeah, and just yeah. making his life hell. Because he, <laughs> he didn't fight back at no, all. He doesn't get a he single just, offensive move. Yeah, oh my God. Beat out of him. Uh, yeah, I, I'd like to see more of that. I think the Matt Classic promo, yeah. I watched that and I was like, fuck, this, is, this could be real cool. Yeah, I'm super excited for that. Uh, uh, there is... <laughs> In the I on the YouTube playlist, the first video is like a just a quick like coming soon 
thing for Wrestling Society X, and there's a moment where like, someone yells, his head's in with the piranhas! Get him out yeah. of the piranhas! <laughs> I can't wait for piranhas. And his head is dunked into like a cloudy <laughs> a fish cloudy tank. fish tank. With fish in there. I'm so excited. Uh, you got anything you want to plug? This episode will be coming out next week. Uh, let's see. Next week. I'm going to be... I haven't announced this yet, but I'm going to be recording an album this fall. Awesome. So I'm going to be doing that September 19th, most likely, at Cap City Comedy Club for a Punch Presents thing. Oh, that's right. That's yeah, right. So That'll be fantastic. That's uh, that's really the big thing coming up. Other than that, I'm at... Uh, I have a show, Alone Inside, the fourth Friday of every month. It's uh, super fun. Super fun. Uh, was that the last one? It was great. I was on the yeah. one before that. It was a blast. So I definitely baseball. recommend going out. It's baseball themed. Yeah. It, it sounds more complicated than it is. It's really not about baseball <laughs> yeah. in any way, but yeah. it is super fun. So that's the fourth Friday at the Velveeta Room. And then the second Wednesday of every month, I believe, is, is what we're settled on now is Six Shooter. Uh, it's a show that I co host with uh, Mac Blake at the Alamo Mueller Draft House in the Barrel of Fun. Awesome. I have the Sting, the first Wednesday of the month. They'll come out to that. You will have just missed it because it is tomorrow. So when this comes out, it will already have happened. But come out to August. It will be great. I am featuring for Joey DeRosa at uh, Cap City Comedy Club. I want to say it's the 19th or the 22nd. But check my website. It will be up there. Um, if you like the show, rate, review, subscribe. Uh, tell your friends, all that good stuff helps us, and we'll see you next week. Thank you.